Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in to broadcast today. Last week, we preached a sermon entitled Someone Knocking on the Door, Part 1. This is Part 2. Call a friend, tell him to turn that television on, get a pencil and paper, take some notes. Are you ready to see your faith work? I believe you are. Now, I like that song by Paul McCartney and Wings, Someone Knocking on the Door. Well, Peter continued to knock on the door. Do you understand? If you keep knocking, someone's going to answer, and it's going to be the Lord Jesus Christ, and your faith is going to work, and it's about time it works. Anybody can quit, anybody can stop, but not you and not me and not God. Let's go into part two of Someone Knocking on the Door. Get ready. Be blessed. Write this down. Faith keepers. Everybody say faith keepers. Faith keepers need God for the rescue, but for the rescue, God needs you. See, faith keepers need God for the rescue. Peter needed that angel for that rescue, but ah, you got to get to the other side of this thing. But for the rescue, God needs you. That's why he said, Peter, get up, put your clothes on, boy, tie your shoes up. The chains are falling all over the floor, but that show, the, the soldiers are passed out, knocked out. My God, at Iron Gate, he just pointed at boom. And as he walked, he said, see you later. See, you need God for the rescue, but God needs you for the rescue. In other words, you have to come together in one mind and one accord. It's called covenant. I call God my senior partner. That's why I put that scripture out there. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that goes out of my lips. I, I quote that I don't know how many times a day. Well, I also quoted for myself, Jesse, your covenant will you not break nor alter the thing that goes out of your lips. Let me just say that again so you'll understand what I'm talking about. It, it, it will bless you. Faith keepers need God. You need God for the rescue. But for the rescue, God needs you. Now, you said, I'm going to be debt free. You need God to help you. Now, now you, need, you need God to help you. Now God needs you to believe it. Are oh, you understand what I'm saying? That's it. It can be spiritual, physical, and financial. It don't make no difference. You may be believing God for a husband. I mean, God will strike a man with blindness, man, get, to, get, to get him to you if, if, if it need be. He'll do it, sir. I'll tell you what. If you want that man, he don't know what's happening. He is being just slammed and don't even. That's what God did for Kathy. Asked me and asked me and to get married and asked me and just, just beat on me about that situation. It's my story. I'm going to tell it the way I want to. Now, you got to understand this prison. That's why I read all in verses. Stone walls, iron gates. Write this down. Stone walls do not a prison make, nor iron bars a cage. Don't get into an unexpected mood. I refuse to get into an unexpected mood. I believe in expectation. You see, there's something birthing. Stone walls do not a prison make. Harry said, I got him in there. He can't get out. Iron bars, a cage. Iron, and nor iron bars, a cage. Now, look how many iron bars. It may be a cage to you. But to God, uh-uh. That angel had, did not have an unexpected mood. And neither did Peter. But the church did, who was praying without ceasing. You see what I'm saying? So I refer, when people say, well, now, Brother Jesse, you know, you got to use a little sense. No, I don't want sense. I prefer dollars. <laughs> Caught you right there. I had to wake you up a little bit. They say, that's why I get, that's why I get constantly persecuted by prosperity. But they all want it. 
They all persecute me royally over that jet, but they all want to fly it. <laughs> no. I don't think you ought to have that house. I don't think I asked you. But they all want to go inside and look at it. You see what I'm saying? I'm not worried about what people think, and it's not about money. Let me tell you something. God is not concerned about money like the world is. You know, we don't have to tithe. No, you don't even have to get saved. You can go to hell if you want. You do whatever you want to do. You know why I know that tithing is not about money? You want to know why? This is such a simple analogy. Because he never raised the rate. The rate's been 10% for millenniums, right? Now, if he was about money, he didn't raise the rate. Visa raised the rate. The feds raised the rate. Your mortgage company raised the rates because it's about money. They want your money. I mean, uh, the Lakeside Mall raises the rates. God never raised the rates because it's not about money. It's about rebuking the devil for your sake. It's about pulling you out of blessing that shall not be enough room to receive it. And yet people fight that all their lives. How simple can that be? Mm. See, so when you understand that stone walls do not a prison make, nor iron bars a cage. See, I don't get into an unexpected mood. We got to go shopping. She's going to get into an unexpected mood. She told me this Saturday, man. I got said, well, she said, let's go downtown. Let's go to Mr. B's and have a little gumbo. But I know what she had on her mind. We ain't staying at Mr. G, Mr. B's. That's good. We're going to walk that street. And if you look to the left, it's there. If you look to the right, it's there. I wasn't unexpected. I knew she was going to go in them stores. And that's okay. It didn't make any difference. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's God's word. So when you don't feel the angel around you anymore, well, uh, 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 he ain't left you. God's still with you. Now just do your part. See, if you just do your part, it'll work. Not some of the time, but all the time. You know why I get my prayers answered all the time? I'm not bragging here. Some people write me an ugly letter. You know why? Because I don't expect them not to be answered. I don't pray, Lord, if it be your will. I know what the will of God is. You want to know what the will of God is? I've said it so many times. The will of God is Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2. And the last two chapters in the book of Revelation. Those four chapters are the will of God for mankind. Between them four chapters is 1,186 chapters of killing, stealing, and destroying by an arch enemy called Satan. You see what I'm saying? But I'm going to tell you, it don't make no difference what Satan does. God's going back to Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 2, and the last two chapters in the book of Revelation, and we're going to walk in the cool of the day with the Lord. I will be in the Garden of Eden. Say what you want. It's going to happen. How do you know? Someone knocking on the door. Somebody ringing the bell. <laughs> Which means somebody's there. Somebody wants in. You see what I'm saying? Write this down. You'll be blessed. A good habit will give you continuance for grace and produce action for success. A good habit will give you continuance for grace and produce action for success. You see, well, if you make a habit to tithe and give, you won't be struggling with it no more. It becomes your nature. When you make a habit to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in and blessed going out, unexpected moods never come. When you just make it a habit that this is the day the Lord has made and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. When you make it a habit, it's that my kids' tough luck, they were born to me, they're getting saved whether they like it or not. 
And if a doctor tells you that you're barren and you can't have a baby, it's just that tough look. God made me a woman. I'm going to have a child and I don't care what you say. See, you just make it a habit. I make it a habit. I do, God knows my daily devotion and all of that. I, I make it, it's not hard. It's not, really, it's, it's easy. It's, it's, it's a blessing. Let me say it again so you can write it down. You, you'll be blessed by it here. Praise God. Let me get to it here. Ooh, a good habit will give you continuance for grace and produce action for success. It gives you action, see? Faith without works is dead. I mean, the angel got him out of jail. Nah, and uh, Peter got to act, walk to the place where he's supposed to go. And then knock on the door. And some people are not going to let you in, but continue to knock. Just don't give up. You see what I'm saying? Write this down. Belief in the answer to prayer means you have become accustomed to dwell at the source of all comfort. Ooh, I like that. Belief in the answer to prayer means you have become accustomed to dwell at the source of all comfort. I have become accustomed to being blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. I have become accustomed to the joy of the Lord is my strength, even when everything's going wrong. I've come so accustomed to being around him that I stay at the feet of comfort. And what is comfort? Who is the Holy Spirit? A comforter. I'm just accustomed to it. Who do you think you are? You're not accustomed to the blessing. You're accustomed to the curse. And that's why you struggle all the time. Let me say that again. Belief in the answer, not the problem, belief in the answer to prayer means you have become accustomed to dwell at the source of all comfort. So I just stay at the throne. And thy will be done. And, and when the devil said, you can't live like that, when churches tell me, preacher, I said, well, I just quote our father, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm accustomed to give me this day my daily bread. I'm accustomed to that. I'm accustomed to not paying retail. Why? I'm Jewish. I've been put into the family. I've been bought with a price. I'm accustomed to go to the throne and God say, hello, Jesus. And he say, hi, Jesse. I'm accustomed to his, his spirit. And when... I'm by myself, and I'm never by myself in terms of he never leaves and forsaken. But when the angel is not there, the angel's done his job, now I'll go do my job. And when God shows up and says, What you doing? My job. And he's pleased with that. Oh, you understand what I'm saying again? Oh, belief in the answer to prayer means you have become accustomed to dwell at the source of all comfort. I like that. See, when you're a faith keeper, you're really an unusual person. People look at you like, oh, Like one person one time called me and asked me, they said, we're about ready to make a major decision. We're going to have to walk through deep waters. I said, well, since you're walking, why don't you walk on top of the water? Why, why, why do you want to make it hard for yourself? Someone knocking on the door. You make this sound so easy. It is. It's so easy. You need a good theologian to help you misunderstand it. Mm. can't be healed of stage four cancer. In the last six months, we've had four people healed of stage four cancer. Still here. How you know? I quit believing. I know in whom I have believed. 
someone knocking on the door. You see, healing was knocking on that lady's door. And take the chains of cancer cells off your body. And Herod can't figure out how Peter got out of jail, and the doctor can't figure out how you got healed. Don't that sound like the Bible? And she, where did she? She found the church. She kept walking, did her job to give a testimony. But just I need a simony. Well, if you're you going to have a test, then you get the money. Just hang in there, son. But Peter continued knocking. My God. Write this down. And I love this statement. Faith keepers either have a very good conscience or a very dead one to be able to sleep in perilous times. See, when you're a faith keeper, either you have a very good conscience or a very dead one to be able to sleep in perilous times. Perilous times. My God, man, kind of be going down. <laughs> yeah. People have asked me so many times, what about inflation? Let me help you. Get inflated. Just make more money. See, you think it's so much on losing, you lose. You think on the gaining, you gain. Just get inflated. Or let me help you. Get bloated if you want. Now you understand that, you know. Get bloated, my Lord. Bloated with the blessing of God. Just bloated. Say, so why are you so happy? I'm bloated. Why you got so much money? I'm bloated. Y'all know what bloated is? I mean, Kathy told me the other day, I can't take my ring off. I'm bloated. <laughs> I said, it's them pints of ice cream that's getting in there. <laughs> she said, shut up. I said, someone knocking on the door. And sometimes she'll just sit there. We're watching a movie and she'll go, Jesse, and I know it. I know what you want me to do. I said, you want me to go get you one of them pint of ice cream, don't you? She goes, if you insist. <laughs> then she's going to chew me out if the scale's one pound over. No. I said, Kathy, don't worry about it. You just bloat it. You'll lose the bloat. <laughs> I'm blessed beyond your wildest dreams. Beyond my wildest dreams. See? And I'm piece of bragging. No, I'm bloated. You understand what I'm saying? It's just the truth. Why? Because I continue to knock. I demand life, give it to me, and it sends it. I don't ask, I demand. Let me say it again. Faith keepers either have a very good conscience, like Peter did while he's sleeping, or a very dead one to be able to sleep in perilous times. Now, you got to understand something. Once... God has done that, and the angel is the point. You got to know what to do, where to go. Write this down. Faith keepers have a homing instinct, a homing instinct that will tell you where to go even if the angel has departed. You have a homing instinct. You're like a saved salmon. Salmon get, gets birth, jumps over rocks, goes out in the ocean for four years. Eating in the oil. Salmon's one of the most amazing fish you've ever seen in your life. All of a sudden, the homing device kicks in. And it turns. It can be in the Pacific. It can be 10,000 miles where it was birthed. And it turns around. And it comes back to the exact place where it was birthed yes. to birth other baby 
salmon. Why is my marriage so good? Kathy got a homing device. I can't go nowhere. She, she watches over me. Drives me nuts sometimes. You got to live to 123. It's not Bible. I don't care. Believe it. Because I'm believing for 120. You ain't going nowhere without me. If I'm walking somewhere, she's always watching my eyes. It drives me nuts, Betty. What you looking at? The ground. So I don't fall down. <laughs> I thought you were looking at that woman. What woman? I ain't telling you where she's at. Well, why don't you say it? I look at my, you got to really get, I mean, you got to really get in my face for me to see something. You look at my mind's doing 100 miles an hour all the time. One time, <laughs> Kenneth Cope gave me a prophecy and he just stopped and went, slap me on the head. Quit thinking. I went, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah okay. <laughs> you know, listen to what the word of God said. <laughs> you had to knock on the door for me here. See, let me say it again. Faith keepers have a home and instinct that will tell you where to go even if the angel has departed. See, I know where I'm going and I know what I'm going to do when I get there. Now, some people don't believe in the rapture. I tell them to stay here. I know I'm going. I'm believing Jesus for him to come in my lifetime. Why supposing they don't? I still go. I'm still going to heaven. That don't change anything. See what I'm saying? And sometimes I don't feel like doing that, but I'm not moved by my feeling. No, I get up every morning. People say he's been exercising all his life. See, he must love it. I hate it. I'd rather eat. But I walk by that crazy uh, machine with a treadmill. Uh, come here. I hit that button. Kat said, did you work out today? I said, yes, I did it for both of us. <laughs> well, she said, as you walk by my chair, would you warm up my coffee? See, that's her exercise. And she don't just sip it. She sucks the top layer of the coffee off. <laughs> she don't just take a swallow. She because it's so hot. I can see the smoke going and coming out the nostrils. <laughs> oh, Jesse, why are you going? <laughs> I said, you find me? But if I ask you, hey, Kathy, can you get, some, can you get me some water? Your leg's broke. You know, we believe in miracles. I'll pray for your leg if you need healing. <laughs> nah, my leg's not broke. It's fine. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Someone knocking on the door. I love that. See, where all the calluses of life, of life should be, right here. Knock and it shall be open. Seek and you shall find. Ladies and gentlemen, we should never stop knocking. Why? We're faith keepers. Think about that. Remember, be careful that you don't put your faith in the wrong place. You get what you want because you demand it from life and life will send it to you. You don't ask, you demand and you command. That's what it's all about, see? I mean, when you understand that, I never expect disappointment. So guess what? I don't get them. I'm going to say it again. I never expect disappointments. I never expect to have a financial deficit in this ministry. I've been preaching 47 years and I haven't had one. Why? Because I wasn't expecting it. People would tell me, well, boy, you know what's going to happen? This has got to happen. Well, see, they expect it. They receive it. 
I, I'm not better than anybody. I just will not expect. Faith will not give me disappointments. I made up my mind. That's how you please God, and it'll work for you. A man named Sam wrote to me and asked a question I'd like to answer. He says, Brother Jesse, I preach to different cultures and faiths like you do, and I have found that they are not always receptive. Can you please share with me how you successfully and peacefully cross those lines? Are you ready, Sam? I make them fall in love with Jesus and fall in love with me. I know how to do it. You just keep smiling. You're going to put a smile on that old frown, on that old frowny face. I don't know if that's a word, frowny, but I'll just coin it. I'm telling you, I just let the light of God just flow. And I don't care about what cultures, I don't care what they've been taught, all those things. Let me tell you something. You put the light of Jesus in, on yourself and begin to shine it on people, they'll begin to say, wait a minute. This person's got something we don't have, and it's not religion. I tell you, religion is a garden of weeds, a theological wilderness. So I just, that's how I do that, Sam. I just walk and say, it's such an honor to minister to you today, and we're going to preach. And they may go, I don't know if I can believe that. I said, well, maybe not now, but one day you will. And sooner than you think. I believe that. See, I will not allow disappointment in my life. I don't live in denial. I just deny it's right to affect me. Did you get it, Sam? Okay. Kathy's coming right now with some great glorious moments. I love the name of that, glorious moments. Kathy, take it away. Bless God. Bless the people. Bless me and bless yourself because these are glorious moments. It's yours, Kat. Take it. Welcome to Glorious Moments. I love receiving your testimonies and sharing them on the broadcast. This partner wrote in to testify that the Lord is turning poverty to wealth and prosperity. Praise be to God and thank you, Jesus. I'm so grateful since I've been led and have been following this ministry. I've been learning and applying the truth in these biblical principles of Jesus' covenant with me, sowing, daughterhood in Christ, understanding all he has purchased for me on the cross, and truth about my relationship with my beautiful King Jesus. So I wish I had learned the truth of these things before, but I bless and praise the Lord for revealing all these things to me now through this amazing ministry. Since then, the Lord has been causing my vats to overflow in every area, turning poverty to wealth and prosperity, and giving me abundant favor. Just a few of God's miracles in my life that are, that are during the pandemic, my husband did not miss any work, but rather picked up more. The landowner of our house gave us free rent for one month, as well as about $100 credit going forward. My whole family has been well, and not only that, but we are full of joy and hope instead of worry or fear. We regularly tithe, sow, and partner with you. I give all the glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, and thanks be to God for you. He is so good. Abundant blessings to you as you faithfully serve the King and His people. You know, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 through 10 in the New Living Translation says, Honor the Lord with your, with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors and with the first fruits of all your income. So shall your storage places be filled with plenty and your vats shall be overflowing with new wine. You know, when you honor the Lord with your giving, you can expect your vats to overflow with blessings too. That is a promise for you from God's word today. God bless you. Did you know angels are real and many of them are here today? God's Word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. My new book, The Hidden Help, I share a few of those biblical stories 
and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation and the hidden help is always here for you. Order your copy today at jdm.org. I love our November product offer, The Hidden Help, dealing with angelic beings. There's a great study of angels here, plus my personal encounters with angels. And so have you encountered one. Oh, I haven't, Brother Jesse. Bob said you've entertained angels unaware. Ooh, that's strong, isn't it? You want to get a copy, just go to jdm.org. That's our website. You need to get this. People all over the world is ordering this. You need to get it. If you don't have it, you'll be blessed by it. Partners, what can I say? But thank you because of what your glorious support to this ministry. You have been so courteous and kind. And I hope me and Kathy say thank you enough. because I, I, I want to do more. I just don't know how. But I made up my mind many years ago that I would not be lazy with anyone's seed into this ministry. I'm not a lazy man. I, at the time that you're seeing this, I'm 74 years old, and people say, are oh, you going to retire? Do I look tired? <laughs> no, no, no. No, not that I know of. I mean, I, I, mean, I could have retired 20 years ago, me and Kathy. Easy, easy. That's not the issue. But we have a job to do, and people trust me, and I will not break that trust in them. And I thank you for your faithful financial seed that you give to this ministry. And if you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. And partners, you know, I send you a monthly partner letter every month with a revelation from God for me and for you. And it's such a blessing of the Lord. So I hope you can be a partner today. And thank you, partners, that are partnering with this ministry. Nothing too small, nothing too big. I hope you've downloaded our free JDM app. We've updated it with lots of new features. It has TV shows that you can watch in Spanish and English, our web shows, hundreds of sermons by Kathy and me, our preaching schedule, and so much more. Be sure and download it today. You'll be blessed. Once again, partners, who I, I tell you what, you're my extended family. We could not do this without you. It would be impossible. You know, and Jesus needed partners too. He had them in the Bible, plus his disciples followed him. They were partners to his ministry. Nothing too small and nothing too big. Believe in God for a $20 million donor, and we're going to get it. Why? Because we got a $20 million project. God gave, I wish it was cheaper. God, I wish, I wish I could get it for $2, but it costs that much to do what God wants to do, so we're going to do it. Just that simple. Thank you for being so courteous and kind. Nothing too small and nothing too big. Till next week, I love you. I really do. Jesse Planner saying, God bless. Bye-bye. Get fired up with who you really are and take the time to get in His presence and be filled with His glory. God has opened up the door, girls, and we need to walk through it. Kathy Duplantis' Glorious, a conference for women. Register online at jdm.org. I love my November partner offer, Someone Knocking on the Door. When you continue to knock, faith tells you to never expect disappointment. Never. Faith keepers, that's who you are, that's who I am. Never put faith in the wrong place. You get what you want because you demand it from life and life sends it to you. You must gather those forces together. Determination and prayer will get it done. Get it today, okay? JDM.org. Do you realize that God wants you to thrive, prosper, and achieve everything He's called you to do? Well, in my book, Suited for Success, I'm going to show you how to be fully equipped with all the essentials that you need to live a victorious and prosperous life. Your victory has already been settled. You can and will accomplish every dream God put in your heart. Suited for Success. Order your copy at JDM.org today.
all opposition to Christ must collapse as we surrender our lives to his will. Everything that he was believing collapsed in that one instant moment. Shut him down. He went from Saul of Tarsus to the Apostle Paul right there, not knowing how he was going to do it, when he was going to do it, where, whatever, but something happened. He accepted Jesus as Lord by simply saying, Lord, 